0: Yeah, let's, uh, let's fire the video I'm gonna ask you in advance. Do you have a home room? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh... Okay, ready? When the spawn meets world, meets world, when the spawn
1: meets world, what's up, bro? What up?
0: Welcome to Bra Meets
1: World. What is Brow Meets World?
0: Your boy Meets World fancast. Yo! Welcome to episode 55.
1: The last temptation
0: of Corey. <laughs> Why? Uh, Why that one? I don't know. I, just I thought felt... you would have went temptations. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that's <laughs>
1: better.
0: I, uh, I don't know if you guys know this yet, but we like the temptations here. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're big fans.
1: And <laughs> hey, I come to see you, Otis? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I'm Siege. And I'm a Tony Coitus. Uh, and... It's been a while. We have
0: uh, a little bit of business we need to take care of. Sure, sure, sure. Taking care of the business. Um, A few things. One, as you guys know, um, sorry that we missed last week. We have a bunch coming out for you, so you should be good for a while. Um, And then additionally, we have to say goodbye to boy meets world
1: on hulu oh gosh guys you know this damn netflix hulu <laughs> streaming war is driving me crazy because from now on if you guys want to participate with our podcast and watch along with us you are going to have to suck that disney dick <laughs> and get disney plus because that's where boy meets world will be living from November forward.
0: Yeah, so um, from October forward, actually. Oh,
1: October forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So if you don't know, uh, by now, by the time this has uh, come out, they have already moved Boy Meets World from Hulu onto Disney+. Plus. So uh, we, of course, will keep the podcast going, um, but it's just going to be a little bit harder for those who were watching on Hulu. So.
1: Now, to plug the, the mouse himself, um disney is doing a package deal with hulu so i'm not really sure if that's gonna benefit you guys at all but you guys know how it is like everybody's trying to have a streaming service everybody's trying to charge us ten dollars to watch some shit like yeah exactly
0: so we just wanted to give you you know our our morning announcements and, and let you guys know yeah
1: and let you guys know to just prepare for that because if you're like me and you've watched been watching this on hulu you might be heartbroken to go there and find out that it's gone. Absolutely. Um, I do a lot of, like, just editing and stuff from Hulu, so it's, yeah. it's going to be
0: very interesting to see how the show progresses from there. Okay, um, you ready to do this?
1: Yeah, let's, uh, let's, maybe, uh, maybe you could just tell me about it. I'm very happy that you did that segue. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is Season 3, Episode 9, The Last Temptation of
1: Courage. Temptation
0: of <laughs> while Topanga is sick, Corey becomes the object of a pretty girl's uh insistent affection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile Eric spends his money on a get rich get
1: rich quick scheme uh in a C plot line Feeny continues to haze Eli. Um uh, I think the B and C stories are a big bucket of the who cares right Absolutely
0: I feel like whenever we get to like if, especially if we get to three, Uh, Storylines. I'm like, oh, we could have trimmed this and most likely focused on one and done a way better job.
1: Yeah, I mean, Boy Meets World. As we've seen, like when they do have those one story episodes, they're usually the highlight episodes of the seasons. Um, When they do a B storyline, well, it usually has to go along with the A storyline. Correct. Um, This, uh, the Eric. In general, if
0: we're getting a C storyline, this episode automatically. I'm actually, you know what I'm gonna say. If we get a C storyline, you automatically can't get more than a B.
1: Well, you know why? <laughs> because they're obviously not investing that much in the A storyline.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, uh, there we go. I like it. I like that penalty. Yeah. <laughs> um, roll call. Roll call. Of course, we have Missy Robert Robinson, which I love because they do a little Mrs. Robinson joke. I,
1: you know what? I wrote. I feel like they wrote this entire episode based <laughs> on the joke, Missy Robinson. You're trying to seduce me. Yes. I mean,
0: that's it's it's genius. Yeah. It's it's so easy, so low hanging fruit. But I do like it. Um, played by Elizabeth Horn. Hornus. Hornus,
1: who you guys might also recognize as, well, for those love interest in the 1998 classic My Date with the President's Daughter, um, um, Disney Channel Original. We just honestly don't give Disney Channel Originals the credit. I, You know what? As much as I give Disney shit for making me having to get their streaming service to watch Boy Meets World, the fact that I'm going to have all the Disney Channel Original movies is pretty... <laughs> I think that's worth it. Uh,
0: and then uh, Libby... Um, was Sean's love lip locker, uh, played by Lindsay McKeon. Now, I feel like, was she on the show before or am I confusing her with someone else? I don't know. Honestly, we're getting, this is like that rotating door of, of girls. Yeah, yeah like they we used to have the third the seat kid and now there's just like the hallway girl.
1: Cause for a while, <laughs> I legit, like there was a moment in this where I was like, oh Missy, isn't that Corey's girlfriend? I thought she was like Wendy. Her. I thought she, she was Wendy. She does look like yeah. Wendy. Yeah. Um, and then also, I mean, we've already spoken about
0: her before, but I just love her so much. So I'm going to bring up Brittany Murphy again yes. as Trini. Yes. And I just honestly, like, my heart goes out to Trini. So I'm just always going <laughs> to always gonna want to acknowledge her.
1: Oh, I was just going to say that I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the filmography of Libby. And she did a ton of 90s TV shows that, uh, like, Saved by the Bell, The New Class. She was on 78 episodes of. She was on Third Rock from the Sun. I recognized her face, and I think that's just because from all of the other 90s work she did. Exactly.
0: So it's, it's uh, as I said, it's a rotating door. This is the 90s. that We don't have all the streaming services as we had now. Sure. So it's really easy to see the same cast of characters because they're literally on every show. They just yeah, yeah, yeah. Bounce about. bounce. Okay. Um, let's talk about the episode. What do you think about the episode just right off the bat?
1: What I think about the episode is that, you know, when I saw that this was the episode, I thought that this was going to be something dumb. Like, I thought I wasn't going to like this episode. I thought it was going to be super problematic. And don't get me wrong, there's elements of it that are, but I also felt like there was a lot of truth to this notion of the scent. And I think that this was the first time I was introduced to that concept, and I've later found it out to be true
0: in that regard. So I'm very interested to talk to you because we are dealing with... Something that is kind of normal now, but I feel was revolutionary, at least the way they approached it back in the 90s, which is infidelity in high school and what it means to be in a relationship and what it means to step outside of that relationship, what counts, what doesn't count. Uh, This is a very interesting kind of thought experiment. And I I like them for going there. I do have certain problems with it. Sure. Because... This episode reminds me again that to the writers of Boy Meets World, any female character that's not Topanga is evil or is fast and loose. And it's just like... Every single... Like, girls are
1: the enemy. They don't have any uh, merit to them. Although, I will say this, that Missy was likable as fuck. Like, they could have really made her a lot sluggier than she was.
0: Well, she's... I'm not saying that she's not likable, but it's... She... Doesn't take no for an answer. She's the aggressor. You know, it's just she's like, aggressive is, in a way that I do not believe is realistic. That's what I'm saying. It's just it becomes that. That was my problem. If we're just gonna talk about Missy and again how we treat girls who aren't Topanga, um, we get Topanga, who's Miss Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, we get Trini, who's this goofball who Adoid. should be avoided yeah. at any cost, and then we get Missy and Libby, who are. All they want to do is make out, and Harlots. all they yeah, pretty much that's how the show yeah. sets them up to be. And I just I always I see it so clearly now, and I have a problem with it because it's so easy to make really developed characters that we care about, and you can make it to where there's like a legit flirtation between Corey and Missy, and he's well, confused that's the thing by. That I
1: was confused by as a viewer was that I didn't quite know what was missy's end game in this because the whole episode is her fawning over corey yet we're not really shown why she cares about him other than he has a girlfriend so like even though her feelings feel real the intention is shit exactly
0: and again it's just like it it paints women out to be manipulative it's yeah. just like oh they only want you because you they have, can't have you. they can't have you and it's just like it, it's clearly written from it's written for Teenage Boys, but you're like, is it written by Teenage
1: Boys? Uh, <laughs> Besides, girls like Libby Harper don't flirt with me. Remember well, was before? Now you have the scent. Well, what exactly is the scent? I'll tell you about the
0: All scent. Right, stop. <laughs> it means women want you. Why? Because they can't have
1: you. You're with Topanga. They think you're unavailable. Virgo, they want you. I mean, again, that was my initial thing going into it. But as the episode played out, I was thinking about my personal experiences. And I do have to say that I have found that I get way more attention when I'm in a relationship than when I'm not in one.
0: I'm not saying that the scent or the idea of people wanting anyone. Yeah. Wanting something that they can't have isn't a real phenomenon. Sure. sure, I mean, as someone who's in a relationship... Um, the gay community, yeah, you are more prized in general. And then scientifically speaking, you are more prized when you're with someone. It yeah. means that you're worth having. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. everyone sees you suitable. I'm not saying that that's not a good thing to play off of. I'm just saying that they paint the women as kind of villainous.
1: It would have been really nice to have a scene where Topanga was maybe with Corey in the opening sequence or something, and Missy sees the way Corey's treating Topanga, and like is charmed by it. Like this yeah. idea that like like, or maybe even after the kiss, where instead of right before the dad shows up, there's this part where she's just like, "Oh, I'm just lonely. Like I want someone. I want a relationship." This is what like, I'm saying.
0: Like give her give her depth. Yeah. Something. And instead, we just kind of get a trope of a a girl who. Again, in high schools, just fast and loose, and she wants what she can't have, and Corey's the next thing on her uh, agenda. Did
1: this not remind you of the loser party episode, like I, yes. if, like if you're watching this from like just bl- blindly for the first time, you might think it doesn't make sense for this girl who they consider to be so pretty and so popular to be paying this much attention to Corey. Because she literally is like, at she buys him lunch at the cafeteria. Yeah. She invites only him to this party. It's yeah. like this Again, sex trap. She's, she's trapping him. Yeah. And this is my problem with it. My problem is,
0: it would, like, in the very beginning, Corey says something, and Sean's like, oh, you're flirting. And he's like, I wasn't flirting, I was just being myself. And I think if we would have even went with that, where Corey gets matched by Feeny yeah. to Missy, and he's just being himself, and he's being dorky, but that scent is still there, and she's like, you're kind of funny, and you're nice, and like all this stuff, and you can see there's like a real flirtation, and Corey's like, oh no, maybe I've led you on, or like I let things get too Missy, far. Missy
1: does a move that I know is like super shitty, which she's like, yeah, and your girlfriend Topo Pangela won't mind. It's oh. Topanga. Whatever. Yeah. I was like, yeah, again, All right, Missy, I see you. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Missy is
0: just painted out to be yeah, yeah, purely yeah. manipulative. She he, he Corey goes. He removes himself from the situation. He was like, I need to call Topanga. And she's like, I don't care that you're on the phone with your Their girlfriend. girlfriend. I just want
1: to do this. this. just seems like a, a boy's fantasy. Like, Absolutely. It, it doesn't seem anything based on reality. Um, I just thought it was also really interesting, and I want to get your thoughts about this, because the first time Missy goes to kiss Corey, he covers his lips. Yes. The second time, he does not, and he yes. allows it to happen.
0: Yes. Well, I, I would say that one of my problems with this episode is Corey, they, like Sean says, Corey, you're the victim. And from what we've seen... In most of the episode, Corey's painted out to be a victim. Yeah. The audience knows that he fought and he left and all these other things, but Topanga doesn't know that. And Corey is even painted as like a hero for coming clean at the end and being like, you know what? I can't stand to lie to Topanga. I'm going to be honest and tell her that I was in a situation that got out of hand. And you're like, no, but you also stayed in that comp, you know, like there was a, I think, I think this would have been a great episode if they showed that Corey, Corey, again, we know Corey loves attention and Corey is enthralled by this girl liking him yeah. he's popular. And had he, again, just kind of flirted with it and told that line and things went overboard, that's one thing. But Corey voluntarily stays at the party that he knows is just the four of them yeah. And and then it goes down to the two of them. And he keeps saying, Oh, I'm trying to do work. But it's like, you could have left. You know that this is a situation you should leave and not be in. And you stay. And you stay because you want, you want to flirt with
1: danger. I thought there was two different ways that you could have made this a little bit more true to Corey's character. One being that not that he kisses Missy, but maybe he lies to pink about even going to the party. Yes, and then just being like, "Hey, like I felt I didn't feel comfortable telling you that I was going to another girl's party." She did try something; nothing happened. Like that seems a little bit more true to Corey yeah. than than this fictional scenario. <laughs> um, the other thing I thought was, what if this party was actually full of kids? It was full of popular kids, and part of that temptation and the seduction was that this girl who's showing him all this attention is also has this like new world that she's exposing him to and this something that gives him this kid who wants to be remembered in high school something else to like tempt him by. I think you and I just constantly keep in mind
0: who Corey is and as like a character. Yeah, just and I feel like instead sometimes the writers, especially at this point in time, they think of who they want Corey to be. Yeah. So they want Corey to be blameless. So they it to where he's mostly blameless in this and then he of course does the noble thing where you're like in reality the really noble thing would have been to not be at that party that's what he needed to do or as you said just put be in a situation where it's like no i understand the nuance of wanting to be popular and liking the attention from a popular girl uh and kind of getting putting yourself in a situation where things got out of control all of that is very human um, what's not realistic is this, well, mostly not realistic because I know it happens, yeah. is this girl doing everything she can to plot to just have a moment with Corey.
1: Um, as a grown man, as a grown, <laughs> grown ass man in my 30s, yeah. I would have just been between these yeah, I'm smart. That's, that's I'm what I'm saying. smart <laughs> enough now to not even put myself in a position where that's gonna have to be a thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like th- let's go over to Topanga's house and let's just all three of us like just work on this. like i'm not I'm not even gonna do the missy thing it, honestly, for a second, I
0: was like, oh, is this last temptation? I was like, are they gonna bait and switch us? And like they brought in this missy character. But it turns out he's gonna, work with Trini and Trini is actually kind of fun. And there's a flirtation there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that, again, this is what I want. I want those real world dilemmas where you're like, Oh shit, this is my girlfriend's best friend. And I, I did this to not get into trouble. And now I find myself in this situation. Yeah.
1: That would have been really interesting. One thing I didn't like, and this, I think goes to your point about the way they treat women in this character, uh, this show I really wish that that quick moment where we see Trini and Topanga alone, they were actually having a friendship of sort. It seemed like Trini was annoying Topanga the way she does everyone else. And I was like, no, 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 If they are really best friends, show us them getting along. Show us them giggling. Why can't he walk into laughter? Like, Why can't he walk into them having a moment where they're actually being friends instead of her complaining or annoying her? I don't know. I just thought that was really... I didn't
0: feel like she was annoying her, but I I do echo because remember she's there and she's telling yeah. Topanga what the day was like yeah and yeah Topanga's listening um two things one Topanga's sick again and I was like all right this is the second time we've had Topanga be sick um and it's like can't we think of another reason for Topanga to miss school sure, 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 um and then also I do like the idea of you know Trini coming in and um Corey's like, what was that girl's name and, yes. and, and topanga's like Missy Robinson Trina Trini already told me yeah. and uh, this idea of Corey like trying to play dumb, but it's like no
1: your your girls' friends are there and you know she's already she already has a report. Do you, okay, so obviously topanga is very mature about the Missy thing and she's like, no, yeah, you're doing your project. it's good like yeah, go to the party. How realistic do you find that to be, really? I think knowing Topanga very much so. And I think it
0: comes back to... If if I can kind of get into this, Corey is still seen as harmless. You know, Every Topanga specifically, Sean, his parents, everyone knows Corey is the type of person who wants and desires to do the right thing. Yeah. So... There's no real threat seen, and I think that's kind of like one of the reasons why when it does happen, Topanga's angry, you know, but sure. like a restrained anger because it's just like, oh,
1: I didn't like her reaction. Oh, we're to we're that
0: gonna that get into all, that. But yeah. what I'm saying is, you also know Corey's intentions, sure. and so it's like, what's the worst that's gonna happen? He's Corey, and then There's you're so much. By of it. That. There's yeah, so yeah, much yeah, of yeah.
1: just yeah, he's Corey. It's gonna be fine. Um, Topanga's reaction. Felt like, okay, I get it. She's sick. She knew that she can get him sick by kissing him as like a fuck you, whatever. Um, she forgives him entirely too easily. Absolutely. She forgives him with a
0: smile. Well, so here's the thing. In this... <laughs> so in the episode, what happens is I do I do like this moment of Corey being at Chubby's and being like, I got away with it. Why did I kiss Missy Robinson? And Sean being like, better question, why are you telling everyone? Yeah. And I thought Trini was going to be there. I thought, you know, I thought something, This, yeah. this thing where it's like, it's going to get back to Topanga. Um, but instead, Topanga just shows up. And you're like, that's even worse. Where are we going to go with this? There's a lot of tension in that moment. But you're right. Once, there's two things that happen. One, Corey's like, no, nah, I can't do this to her. And you're like, okay, I feel like this is, again, this is romanticizing Corey
1: because he's doing it out of his will, not because he feels pressure that she might find out, which is what should have been his motivation. Absolutely.
0: And then also when she tells him, it feels like a boy's wet dream of what happens when you tell your girlfriend you kissed another girl. She's like... Well, How does she, she kiss you? Did she kiss you like this, and then she kisses him, and
1: or was it like this? And I believe she Frenches him for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, a, no one's ever kissed me like that before. Exactly, and no one ever will if you ever do. It's, it's and she's smiling. Like a, it felt like like all of like um, uh, Flintstones or Family Guy or these shows to where like, oh yeah, my husband fucked up again, but you know what? He's lovable. So what are you gonna do about it? Exactly, and
0: it's. We don't really get to see Topanga debate anything or like take a moment and like again, if we would have spent a lot of time on this storyline, I feel like we could have had Topanga be disappointed and walk away. Yeah. Um, have him run outside and chase her have, exactly. Like, yeah. Or yeah, like and she just like it ends as you said, it ends on a smile and it ends like you're lucky, I love you, and ah, good old Corey. Yeah. And that's that's just my. My i
1: didn't know what to think of sean in this episode because multiple times sean is like dude whatever no one's around like
0: again i think that sean is supposed to uh, to me a very realistic for sean's character and it's in keeping with sean's
1: character but i i that's the thing like i don't like that about sean and i'm realizing that multiple times is that like He never is like, dude, think of Topanga. He's like, no, dude, fuck Topanga. Like, don't think about Topanga. Like, Topanga is not here. She's never going to find out. Do you, bro? Well, I feel there are two things. One,
0: this is technically early on in their relationship. And I, I remember, Sean is not friends with Topanga. Like, we've had uh, a few episodes ago. He's like, yeah, you're just, like, my friend's girl. And as far as he's concerned, and as far as everyone else is concerned, this relationship's not going to last. It's when he sees the dedication and the longevity of Corey and Topanga that Sean actually becomes their biggest cheerleader.
1: You know what? I think we actually don't even uh, get accumulation of the Sean-Topanga-Cory dynamic into the wedding where, like, it all kind of comes to a head.
0: Well, no, I mean, like, again, even
1: if you think of, and then there was Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That episode is all about... Well, I was going to say that, like, when Corey, and again, I'm putting a quarter in the drawer, drawer because <laughs> I'm flashing forward a bit, but when Corey kisses Lauren at the ski lounge, Sean is the one who says, don't tell Topanga. Like, he is consistent. But I feel like... I
0: feel like in that case the don't tell topanga is more of a don't cause more damage you know what I mean like there there is when when infidelity comes about in a relationship there is a part where you're like are you confessing because it makes you feel better or because it's the right thing to do yeah, you know yeah. what I mean it's like and I feel like at that particular point which we will get into of course in the future I feel like in that particular point, Sean is like, don't tell Topanga because it's already been done and you guys are stronger than this and you've already learned your lesson. There's no reason for you to share this yeah. with her because you're not going to do anything but hurt her. And that's different from this particular time where, A, Sean's like very lazy fair. He's like, why are you telling anyone? Like, yeah. like why are you talking about it? Yeah. You got away with it. Um, and, you know, it's not. he's not necessarily meant to be the moral center.
1: I don't know. It seems to me that Sean is just the type of person who values Corey and Corey above everyone. Yeah, right um, now especially. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I, I'm i not saying that it's not true to his character or anything like that. I'm just noticing that I, it's something that I'm seeing of Sean's character for the first time re-watching this series with you is how much he um, will value Corey's opinion even if it means allowing him to hurt other people that Corey loves Yeah. that I don't think i like about
0: sean yeah so yeah absolutely um i i do wanted to bring in a little bit we already talked about a lot of these things but um infidelity in general specifically like we could go high school but like even right now like how do you feel because there is something to be said about Corey actively trying constantly being like i have a girlfriend you know it's like a where, where, at what point in time is he complicit in what happens?
1: <laughs> I think he's complicit when he accepts Missy to be his partner. partner. I think he is complicit when he goes to the party and realizes that he's the only one there and stays at the party. I think he's complicit after she tries to kiss him and he still hangs around, kisses her again, and only leaves because she says my dad's coming. That's a really good point. She does on- He does only leave because... Uh, her dad showed. Up. I feel like he's complicit throughout the entire episode, because as and you know what, I'm not saying that I haven't made these mistakes in my youth, but I'm saying as a grown ass man, <laughs> you don't even you don't even accept her as your partner. Like that's just
0: no, no. And I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I more so wanted to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I I have to
1: say, you know, I only had one real relationship in high school, um, and the idea of like. I felt like people cheated all the time in high school, but it wasn't anything that I experienced or indulged in, but I know a lot of my friends were like, so-and-so kissed so-and-so and or whatever, and now they're broken up. But these relationships felt so, like, you were together for a week. Like, why does this even matter? You know what but I mean? But it's
0: also, in high school specifically, it's also very deep. Because this is when you're learning about...
1: Yes. And, and, you it, know, and it can scar you. Like, I absolutely. will say that. Like, you know, that's something that I really didn't like about Topanga's reaction. Because I wanted her to have this moment of just, like, you were this person who never I never thought would hurt me. Absolutely.
0: Again, you know, it's so funny you say that. Because I thought of... It's not fair to bring it to this level, but I thought of Ross and Rachel, we were on a break. Yeah. And I thought of that portrayal. And again, like, Topanga kind of saw Corey the same way that Ross... Sorry, Rachel sees Ross in that you are someone I never thought would hurt me. Yeah. And you're someone who I like. I just I have such trust in because I believe in the nature of who you are. So for this to happen is very painful. Yeah. And I can't look at you the
1: same because I now know that you're capable of this thing.
0: Sure, And I would have loved. I mean, we get that
1: with even on just a smaller scale, because obviously this is a a much smaller issue than the Ross and Rachel one. But for even for Topanga to just have some moment of just like, wow, you're not who I thought you were. Yeah. Like, not even occurred to her. She's just like, ha, whatever, he's great. And again, this is why I'm saying it's like this episode,
0: sometimes with Boy Meets World, it just feels like a straight man's wet dream of yeah. like how relationships should go. Or how women think and feel. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're like, I, I, are there any women in the writer's rib? I mean, I just yeah. feel like we know these shows would be written differently.
1: And, and it, it almost feels like at a certain point that they're writing to go along with the trope of sitcoms sometimes. They're yes. just like, what's going to make for an interesting episode versus what's realistic or what's real to these characters? Which isn't, I wouldn't
0: say it's the worst thing, but it's no,
1: definitely. That's how they got the Monkeys episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think
0: it's definitely surprising upon rewatch because Boy Meets World takes those chances. With these heavy conversations so often that when we get something titled "The Last Temptation of Corey" and we get this situation, we kind of do expect it to turn our expectations on the he- on its head and give us a really thoughtful moment. Like you said, if this episode ended with Topanga being like, "You know, I I don't know how I feel about you right now," and just ending there. That would have been a great like we know that they're gonna get, stay together, yeah. but it would have been such a a gut punch to know, and instead we get all's well that ends well.
1: I'm very interested to get to the Lauren episode for a lot of reasons, the Ski Lodge episode, but I, what's I will say is that they do not mention this, and the fact that Corey has kissed other women twice in the course of their relationship, like again, it's just like oh God, yeah. I anyway, um. Do you have anything else about this plot? Um, this plot, no. But I would like to talk about the other plots a little bit just because I think they're dog shit, but fun to talk about.
0: Okay, so let's go into the B plot, which is uh, Eric. Okay,
1: <laughs> so Eric has this idea that he's going to... Uh, I don't know. The whole Eric storyline did make me laugh because as silly as it was, um, there's a uh, part where he's like, oh, you know, uh, I got this baseball mem- is hot one word. Um... This is the bean. He's yeah. been hit in the head so many times. If he gets hit in the head two more times, we're all going to college. You yeah. know, I'm paying my college in tuition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was really funny. Um, but yeah, his his story is just the same as the um, uh, the the check episode. What's the the magazine scam? He yes, did? yes. Like yes, it reminded yes. me a lot of that. Where just Erica eventually comes up with these sitcom schemes of these like how to get rich, rich quick
0: schemes. yeah. But
1: it doesn't. I, I don't know, maybe this is who Eric is, because we've seen more of it than we've seen other stuff. Well, so. shortcuts to success.
0: And I feel like that's very yeah, much. That, yeah. that
1: falls with Eric.
0: What I think is funny about this is, one, we still get we get the whole Eric is dumb trope of, like, I love when Alan's, sorry, um, Eric goes, Guy didn't even know what he had in his store. And <laughs> Alan's like, I bet he did when you walked in.
1: He's like, yeah. <laughs> alan has the best one-liners for eric it's like he like whenever he's talking to eric and eric's doing some dumb shit alan really just has zingers that hit hard
0: exactly so there's that and then also um the idea that this portrait will be worth so much money if the guy gets hit two more times and of course the guy decides to retire yeah right before the next one and it's like it, that's outside of Eric's control, and he's not wrong. This is something that would have been an investment. But, of course, because of Eric's luck, and because it's such a a very niche
1: get-rich-quick yeah.
0: scheme, um, it doesn't pan out the way he thought.
1: Uh, the one thing I do want to say is that there's a moment where Eric is trying to hammer up the new photo, and he gives the family <laughs> photo to Sean, and Sean just leaves with it. And Alan's like, I had to wrestle this out of Sean's hand. He said he gave it to him. Sean taking a... <laughs> Portrait of the Matthews and just be like, hell yeah, I'm taking this. It's so Sean. Well, also I love, as you said, like the I, the imagery.
0: We don't see it, but the imagery <laughs> of Sean wrestling Alan be like, no, this was given to me. Eric <laughs> gave this to me. <laughs> uh, that is that is kind of funny.
1: Um, uh, is is um the daughter in the photo? Morgan is. She hasn't been in episodes recently. <laughs> What's the last time we've seen her? I haven't even noticed. Yeah, exactly. I haven't noticed. Absolutely.
0: Damn. Um, I don't think she's been in this season at all. Really? No, I don't think plot? so. I think we. I think we left her. Gosh, a while guys, ago. I. Mm. Uh, okay. Um, and then the C plot.
1: Again, this no is comment. just yeah.
0: Again, <laughs> I think that we have Eli. We have Jonathan. Jonathan is clearly like he knows Feeny at this point in time. So Feeney doesn't even try to scam him, Um,
1: but he scams Eli. And Uh, what I love about this is that this is one of those circumstances where we realize um, how not old Feeney is. Yeah. I feel like sometimes he will purposely play into it when he knows he's going to benefit from it. Um, And him using his age and his health as a way to scam Eli out of money. But the fact that he did it for charity is very George. Well, yeah,
0: um, it's for me, it's. I, I could do without this, of course. Yeah. But I also feel like they're trying to create this camaraderie and dynamic between the three adult male characters, know, yeah. supporting characters. And almost always it just feels thrown in. But uh, does- I guess there is something to be said about. Beanie and Eli and Jonathan constantly being uh, together.
1: I have to say, because there's, I started watching the next episode in preparation for our next podcast, and a lot of it takes place with Eli and Turner in their apartment. And they, whenever it gets thrown in, it just doesn't feel like it's for the audience of Boy Meets World. It feels like they're trying to, like, pander to parents or parent, pander to the other people but in the But, like,
0: world. even with that, it's like, I don't know a single... Like, if you're going to do that, give us more depth. Again, yeah, yeah. Like, as we said, if you go to a C storyline... You already have too many characters. To me, it sounds like you're trying to make them earn
1: their check for being on uh, (laughs) payroll. Do you think there's anything, like, super memorable about this episode in general?
0: I think I honestly do feel the Corey kissing Missy. I think that's... I feel like, as you said, that should be significant. Yeah. And I feel like that should come back again. Um, Mm -hmm. When the Lauren thing, it doesn't. But I feel like at this point in
1: time... Especially with Cory and Topanga's relationship, it feels like it should be a moment. It's interesting because we'll see, and I, I know this just from being a fan of the show, that season three, in the middle of the uh, season, Cory and Topanga take a little bit of a hiatus on their relationship. It would have been very interesting...
0: If this was the reason?
1: If this was at least, like a part of it. Like yeah. this, like at least like made her not think of him the same way or, or made him consider other women in a way, or we just see that play out a little bit more to the point where it naturally is if like they were a, planting seeds, planting seeds. Yes. And it, it really does feel like this is a show made for syndication where they're like, Hey, we can't have one extend to the other. Every episode needs to be started anew. And so we don't get that. And yeah. so it's kind of a shame.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, do you have
1: a bra moment? <sighs> Ooh, my bruh moment is the fact that Missy implied that Corey would be murdered and his head would be on the wall <laughs> if his her father found out that he was invited to what he thought was a party. Absolutely. Um, that's really all I have. I mean I, no, don't really, I, I mean oh, and I mean, and also just like again, I did have feelings about Sean in this episode and the way he encouraged Corey. So I don't know if that's bruh, but I was like, really, bruh? I think for me, I kind of
0: really expressed it for the just the treatment of women, and and that yeah. all women who aren't Topanga are either goofballs or um, horny for Corey. Or Sean really, really bothers. And
1: me. you know what? Reflecting on this, it's not surprising to me that so many people I've had a conversation with say, like, oh, Topanga was my first crush, too. It's, it's like, like, why would she not be? Yeah, <laughs> she's an ideal girlfriend to the point where, like, it's it, she's not real. She doesn't have any real reactions or real emotions to things. She just does what Corey's idea of a good girlfriend would do. Absolutely. And that, again,
0: to me, that's that's really uh, yeah. the problem. Okay. Uh, any Feeny taught me or lessons from this episode? <laughs> it's okay to lie that's for charity
1: <laughs> oh i thought you were going with it's okay to lie uh, to your girlfriend but i guess is it okay to lie for charity i feel like that's a lesson that feeny actively taught me okay <laughs> do, do you have another lesson uh i don't but that's hilarious yeah that's that's really it that's all i got
0: yeah okay um great what grade are you giving this for uh
1: um like a Maybe like a C plus like I really just didn't care for the episode. I I, I I understand what you're saying like this is something that we should remember, but I just don't feel like this episode plays any part in the series of the show and you could skip it and be fine.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with a C minus. I feel like we are rehashing a lot of old plots to being sick. The apartment feels as you said, like the party uh feels very similar to the loser party it's
1: just like i feel like we've done this before it's like, like we've done parts of it and I, exactly this, there's a lot of episodes that feel like old episodes and this is one of those episodes
0: this i mean turner i'm sorry uh feeney uh taking advantage of eli like all of these things just like i feel like we could completely eliminate this episode and no one would have known any different yeah and when when you can remove an entire episode and it make no difference and even like the character of the sure, characters yeah. I feel like then it was a waste.
1: Okay, um homework. Uh my homework cuz I actually have homework this week. <laughs> um is on Netflix. Uh the second season of Explained is on there about the human mind. Oh yeah, that's good. And it good. is fascinating. Absolutely. I just I saw the episode about memories, I saw the episode about dreams, and I just really was just so fascinated by what the human mind was capable of. Um, so I, I don't know. I just thought that was a very, uh, a very educational watch and I would highly recommend it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, mine is also on Netflix. So I guess we're part of the problem with this whole streaming service thing, (laughs) but, uh, it's also on Netflix and I don't think I've done this homework before, but, uh, the second season of elite is on, and have you ever seen elite? Mm. Um, someone described it perfectly. It's like how to get away with murder meets gossip girl. And it honestly, just, of course, whenever we're doing Boy Meets World, I I really am on the lookout for, like, high school set shows. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It's a very fun genre. I feel like, again, nowadays, we we really get into these questions of morality and um, fidelity and all this stuff in high school stories. Sure, sure. Uh, And they aren't afraid to go there. And elite is definitely a show if you haven't seen season one definitely watch it season two is just out and it's high school kids um murder is involved um it's money laundering it's 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 drama it's soapy it's but it's really well done uh and it's an international show it's set in uh it's yeah recorded in spain uh, but of course, you can watch the English stuff here. Sure, sure, so, sure. Uh, I highly recommend it, and that is my homework. Yeah. Okay. So thank you guys for listening to Bru Beats World. Remember, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure you are leaving us a ratings. We love when you do that. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Bruh Meets World or email us at BruhMeetsWorld at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Extra Siege that's X-T-R-A-C-E-E-J
1: like T-O-N-A-C. You can find my uh, um, that was very weird. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> You can find me at Instagram at A Braver Me um, or you guys can just find me you know, illegally downloading Boy Meets World episodes until Disney Plus becomes available. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to miss you, Hulu. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's also part of your homework. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess binge as many Boy Meets World. You know what? Forget <laughs> all the homework. Watch all the Boy Meets World episodes you can on Hulu before it goes away. That's my uh, okay. homework.
0: By the time this is released, it's too late.
1: But uh, we
0: we Sorry, appreciate guys. you for trying. <laughs> Remember to dream. Try. And uh, do Disney Plus, I guess. Yeah, do Disney Plus. <laughs> uh,
1: later, bros. Later, bruh.